glad you joined us today on Woman to Women. And for the month of May, we are honoring mothers. And uh, today, I have my sisters with me. It's Barbara, Barbara Claxton, Minister Linda Fielder, and Sylvia Washington Bell. Um, and they're, uh, they're gonna be with me because we wanna give, even though my mother is in heaven, we just wanna share with you a little bit about what our mother meant to us and how, and it, it just might be get a little difficult for us, but we'll be all right. Cause Barbara will just pick up when one of us are having trouble. <laughs> Sister mama. So, uh, but it's, um, it's uh, just an honor to be brought up by a godly woman. And uh, we, had, we had a perfect example, and I'm not saying my mother was perfect, because nobody's perfect. Um, but to us, she was such a blessing to us. And even today, we still remember things that she said to us. Mm -hmm. And remember, um, hear her voice, actually, when we're in situations. Um, of her or what she would have done. But my, one of my uh, favorite things that I want to carry away from my tribute to my mother is uh, my mother had 12 kids in a home. How she had time to praise God is a mystery um, to me, but she made time. And when she wasn't talking to us, one of us, uh, she's cooking, she's ironing, She's doing whatever she needs to do around the house. And while she's doing it, she's praying in the spirit. And she left us that legacy of being able to pray and spend time with God. Amen. And so many times, you know, you feel like you got to get in the clouds and away from everybody. And well, but we, we could be in the other room watching TV or just, you know, making a bunch of noise because it was a bunch of us. But she's praying in the spirit, and and she'll stop and and um, praying in the spirit. Like we're thinking, you know, she's praying in the spirit, so she's not paying attention. But she was paying attention, so she will stop mid sentence in her praying in tongues, and correct one or two of us or whoever needed to be corrected, and go right back to it. So then we knew that she was paying attention, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and it it left the the impression that it had left on me is that I know that I know that I know that whatever I'm doing, I can just, you know, go off and pray in tongues and pray to God. And even though I don't necessarily know what I'm saying to him, he knows what I'm saying. And the, you know, the best secret, Amen. it's not a secret, but the th best thing is about it is that he deals with things that you're dealing with mm -hmm. and the devil don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, because he can't, it's a secret conversation between yes. me and God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I kind of, well, I shouldn't say I kind of, but I, I really feel sorry for Christians that do not pray in tongues because I don't understand why you don't want to talk to God. And that I don't, I, have, I, I cannot understand that because I have seen my whole life the benefits of that. Amen. And um, so I'm starting off with something of uh, what, I've, uh, what I have been asking, and that is, uh, on my guest during this Mother's Month, is um, what is something that your mother did that 
Well, this is something that I never said I was going to do, but, it, but you do now. And I can say that not only do I do it, but my daughters learn from watching me do it also. And they're able to pray in tongues and uh, about things that even when they get busy, because they're all busy, they got little kids, kids from, from one to five. And uh, so even though they won't, it's not 12 of them, one is a lot. <laughs> so right. um, it's just, that was my story. And I started off first, even though Barbara's the oldest, we're sitting in birth order. Um, now, yes, I have three sisters and eight brothers that grew up with, in the house with me. And then I had a stepbrother. So, uh, so it was 12 of us in the house with my mom. Mm -hmm. um, or half brother, I don't know what I call him, but go half ahead. Half brother. This is Mother's Day, so. <laughs> well, I'm honored to be here uh, with my sisters today, and I'm especially thrilled to talk about my amazing mother, even though she's looking down, rejoicing with us today that we are still holding up the bloodstained banner. Yes. We're doing what God has called us to do, and it's because of her. Mm -hmm. uh, I often say some things are taught, but some things are caught, and we were blessed to catch much. Mm -hmm. um, Deborah spoke about mom praying, and uh, one of my fondest memories of my mom is in the evening hour, we would hear ringing through the house, don't forget the family prayer, Jesus wants to meet you there, when you gather around in the evening, don't forget the family prayer, and that was a clarion call to all of us, yeah. come close. And we would go into prayer together, or we would, our dad would minister to us and talk to us, and mom would be right there uh, adding and uh, encouraging us on paying attention to what was being said mm -hmm. to us. And this was a regular thing. This wasn't a special, mm -hmm. it was regular. And uh, she enjoyed being with us. Mm -hmm. My mom um, would sit with us when we were playing games, when we were doing homework when we were all of the different things that someone would say with as many kids as she had how in the world did she do all that with y'all but she did she enjoyed being a mother she enjoyed it she she I think uh, I know it was such a joy to hear her laughter ring out and if we were going we had one brother that was a uh, mini comedian and he would go to talking and she would just laugh. I remember that mm -hmm. uh, because she engaged with us and she engaged because her experience to my understanding was that she lost her mother at a very young age and then when God blessed her with each and every one of us we were more than projects. Some people would call it a project, a chore, but no, she enjoyed getting to know us, to understand us, to find out what we liked. And um, if I had it to do again, I would, and I will in the future in heaven, I'll be able to see her again, be with her, but just fond, fond memories. Take it over, Lynn. Well, good afternoon, everyone. My name is Linda, and I'm child number three uh, at our house. We were a group, the girls. We were separate from the boys. Hallelujah. 
and uh, we, we just had a wonderful life, and my mother was just totally awesome. I remember from a very, very young age, and as a child thinking, what if mom wasn't here, if mom died? And I, I had made up in my mind, if my mother ever died, I would not be able to breathe. I would, I would just, and I remember when she died, and it was a sweet, sweet spirit in the room when we went in to see her, to sit with her. And I was still breathing, because I knew where she was. I knew she was with the Lord. I knew she was with my brothers who had passed on, her mother, her father. So that was uh, a wonderful experience in a post. I always thought it was going to be the end for me, but I have so many memories. And every time we get together, we talk about those memories. And it's, it brings her right back there in the room with, with us. And so she was an awesome mother. She was a disciplinarian. My dad was a scheduled disciplinarian. My mother was right on time, like, you know, right? When you did it, she dealt with it. You know, we used to call it the four-finger pinstripe backhand smack. It would come out of nowhere. You know, if you were saying something you shouldn't be saying or being disobedient. But, it, but she was also, she played a lot with us. She would take us out to the park and play baseball. And uh, she just would find activities to do with us to make sure we had fun. Uh, she taught us to pray. She taught us Bible stories. She used to play uh, worship music. Y'all don't know what worship music sounded like back in the 60s and the 50s. It was pretty bad. But she would always have it praying softly in the background. But now as an adult, them very songs and the lyrics of those songs are very special to us, mm -hmm. to our heart. We'd be on Googling trying to pull those songs up to get the words. When all the siblings get together, we get together at 6 a.m. every morning and have prayer and we talk and then we pull those songs up and we just remember wonderful things. But she was such a wonderful mother. If my brother was here, he'd be singing the Rance Allen song, Mama, I Love You. <laughs> he sings a song about how much he loves it, but it's a Rance Allen song. And so it, we just honored her in so many ways because she was a sweetheart, she was a darling. And she loved us and we knew it. Mm -hmm. Sylvia? Hello, good afternoon everyone. I am Sylvia Bell and I am number 13. I was the 12th in the house, but as my sister mentioned, our uh, half-brother, my oldest brother, Joseph, uh, my mom was a very special woman and she taught me a lot. And of course, I learned a lot from my brothers and sisters also, uh, but prayer, Mm -hmm. That's all I can say. She taught us, she taught all of us how to pray. She taught all of us to have a relationship with the Lord, to uh, know that it was a relationship and not a religion. Mm -hmm. That was very important. You know, we learned how to practice Christianity, to read our words. I remember one of my best memories is. Um, when she bought the records. A lot of y'all probably don't know what records are, but she bought the, the big, it looked like a giant CD, uh -huh. but it was black. And she would put them on and we would sit on the couch and we would listen to the Bible stories. And it was, you know, it's, it's, I still remember it to this day. And I did it for my children, of course, use CDs and, and, uh, and it was just a wonderful thing that she did. And it's, it, it, stands out nowadays when you get together with people that are just hungry for yes. the word and they're just learning the Bible. They're just beginning to learn. David, who? You know, Goliath, who? 
You know, a lot of people still don't, and it's hard to believe that there's still people in the world that do not know the Bible. Like our family, our, our parents helped us to learn, but my daddy was hungry for the word and he was always sitting around discussion, discuss, having discussions. And I remember my godfather uh, would come over and they would sit and talk and I would sit on the floor at their feet and just listen and look up at them and listen. Or I'll be scratching my daddy's scalp. Remember that, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> scratching dad's scalp. But mom, she made sure that we made it to church. She wasn't shy about taking us to all night prayer. Mm -hmm. Remember all night prayer? Yeah. She was not shy about taking okay. us. And uh, we just got to a point where we enjoyed being in church. Everybody else got to be in the choir and I didn't, I was too little. But um, it was very wonderful. And uh, not to make it seem like there was no downs, there were lots of downs, you know, but the fact that we had the Lord and we had parents that helped us to know how to praise him and to thank him for what we did have, mm -hmm. that, was, that was wonderful. You know, that was a wonderful experience and I'm glad that we yes. had it. And thank you, mom. Thank you, mom. She is yes. many, with the many cloud of witnesses now. Yes. Having a great time in heaven. Amen. So it's, it's, it, was, it was just a joy. So, um, you know, if you're, you know, learn how to respect your mom and appreciate your mom when she's alive um, so that, you know, and it, so that you don't have any regrets. Because, you know, motherhood is not easy. It's a difficult job. And we still sit around and just wonder, how did she do it? But I think we all know how she did it. Amen. She, she leaned on the wisdom of God. Yes, she did. And, um, and it, it would help any, any woman, any mother, mm -hmm. if you lean on his wisdom, you can do it too. That's right. No matter what the challenge is, no matter how hard it is, the Lord will help you through it. Amen. And help you bring those children up in the admonition of the Lord. That, that's what we're responsible to do. And um, he will help you do it. Mm -hmm. you, don't have to, you don't have to do, do it alone. Even if you're a single mother, you don't, have to be a, you, teach, you don't have to do it alone. Teach those children that God is their father. Mm -hmm. And don't make them think that they're missing out on nothing because they're not. You know, you're the mother that God called you to be, and he'll step in and father those kids. Mm -hmm. Teach them how to talk to him and to go to him so he can, talk to, uh, he can help them through what they're going through. And uh, we think, we uh, really thank God that we had our mother as long as, our parents as long as we did. Yes. Uh, that was a blessing that we yeah. had them. Um, so it's, it's just, um, and we look back and on, on it, and I think every one of us can say that uh, there are things that my mom did for us that we wouldn't, like I said, we wouldn't do necessarily, or we said we wouldn't necessarily do with our kids. And the only thing, you know, the only thing that I haven't done, I think that my mother did is, it came a life, uh, uh, it came a time there when it was 12 kids and the boys were older uh, my, my sister and, my, and, and the boys was just bad. So my mom just started taking names. 
And that's what my sister was saying when my dad was a schedule. Yeah, disciplinarian. Mm -hmm. She would take names, and when he came home in, uh, in the evening, he got a list of names <laughs> that he had to spank. <laughs> you know, they don't let you do that today. Mm -hmm. But um, we chose, they chose to believe God. And um, all of us um, dealt with, my name didn't get on there that often. Um, and I won't say whose name got on there more often. But uh, mostly it was the boys. <laughs> we were smart. We were smart, you know. Uh, I, you know, I was number seven, so I always watched the older ones to see what they were doing. And I think the younger ones watched me. Um, and we kind of learned a little bit earlier what not to do. And, uh, exactly. You know, boys kind of rise up and rise up and feel like, well, uh, I don't have to listen to mama. That was a yourself. mistake. Yeah, big mistake. <laughs> big mistake. That was really a mistake because mama will get you, and then you still end up on that list yes. for daddy to get you too. <laughs> and uh, so I never had to do that. I never had to present a list to my husband of uh, who was bad or who wasn't to discipline him. Mm -hmm. um, um, but it, it, it also taught me to be um, a go-getter and not to be lazy. Because yeah. there was nothing lazy about my mom. Even if she wanted to be lazy, she couldn't be. It was too many of us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, and she came, she, was, she came from a big family. They weren't yes. as big as us, but they were a big, a big family. And she was the youngest girl. It was 15 of them. Yeah, well, yeah. It was a 15 of them? Okay. Mm -hmm. It was 15 of them, so they were bigger than us. Yeah. And she was the youngest girl. Mm -hmm. And um, I think she had one brother under her, maybe two, that were younger. Toppy and Sam. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, because that's, that's what I was thinking Top, Toppy and James, Uncle James. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uncle Toppy. Um, Uncle Junior. Yeah. Uncle Junior. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but she came from a young family. So, um, he, so she, she always wanted a lot of kids. Uh, because she was so young, she, didn't, she did not have the experience of growing up with, siblings. with, with as many siblings as we did. And I, she evidently felt like she missed out on something, I don't know, but mm -hmm. so she wanted to be a part of that. Um, and um, so she had all of us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she, like my sister said, she enjoyed all yeah, of my, us. And it. she knew us. The other thing that really stuck, struck me about her, she knew each and one of us. Her personality. She knew our personality. She knew who, who was capable of what and who wasn't mm -hmm. capable. So, you know, uh, you know, I had somebody come around the block and accuse me of doing something. And my mom brought me out and said, so you telling me this child did this? And she said, yes. And my mom proceeded to kick her off her porch because she said, if you had told me that child did it, I would have believed you. <laughs> so she gave her an opportunity to identify the child that did it, and she identified the, the wrong, wrong one. one. Mm -mm, she, I didn't mm -hmm. do it. <laughs> The lady was not telling the truth. I know. She wasn't telling the truth, but, you know, but... But I was capable of doing that. Yeah, you, she knew she was capable of doing that. <laughs> I tried not to say you, point you out, but... Yeah. <laughs> you, you owned up to it, so... 
But she knew which, which well, who mm -hmm. was capable she of doing what. Right? Very well. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't easy for the neighbors to come and accuse us of doing stuff. Um, and it's very important that as parents today that you don't just take a person's um, word mm -hmm. just because they're an adult. Mm -hmm. um, if they didn't learn how to stop lying as children, guess what? They are lying as adults. That's it. So yeah. You have to remember that when people accuse your children. Mm -hmm. And you have Absolutely. to give your children an opportunity to um, maybe not speak to the person that's accusing them, but to explain to you what happened or whatever. That's right. Um, and it's, you know, you just have to do some things, the things that's necessary to protect your children as Amen. much as you possibly, mm -hmm. you possibly can. And when you pray in tongues, then the Holy Ghost got your back and he'll take up for the rest. That's it. That's it. So I would say those, my mother taught us many attributes that actually even helped us to be better wives. Because yep. we, we watched, we grew up in a family where our parents never argued in front of us. My mother never talked back and threw a fit and packed us up and left. I mean, we've seen uh, unity on the same page at all times, oh, open communication. My dad didn't have no problem telling us, that's my girlfriend, that's my woman, I love her. And basically, if you have a problem, you got to come through me, you got to deal with me. So we knew that our daddy loved our mama. Mm -hmm. And we, we, um, when we got married, our expectations, I remember used to be, I would meet somebody and I was like, you don't even measure to my daddy boots. <laughs> Go, you know, because you really think about how your daddy is and how your mm -hmm. dad treated you and how your dad uh, did, treated your mom. And that is the things we look for, those attributes that we've seen in their marriage. Mm -hmm. And my mother never raised her voice at, uh, at my father. She raised him at us, but that was after we tried her. I mean, we really had to try her to get her mm -hmm. to raise her voice. And then we had to answer dad for stressing her out. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we did learn so much from her as women, how to dress how to carry ourselves, what to expect and what to, uh, to accept in a, in a man. So I think that was really um, a good thing to have. A lot of girls grew up and don't have that, don't have a communication with their mother. And then after we got married, our relationship even uh, became even deeper because she began to treat us like grown women, not like still like her little girls and talk to us and, and give us information. I mean, you can call her about anything. I mean, if it's 10 times, how you make that hot water cornbread again, mama? <laughs> and she would tell you, you know, she would like calmly and just, just go ahead and tell you whatever you call, how to wash this, how to do this, what about the baby, everything, and we'll just walk you through it. Just such a good mother. And uh, one of the things to piggyback on is in our marriages, why well, my marriage, um, never bad mouth my husband. Never. She would always try to show me where I should trust in something that she had taught me, which mm -hmm. was the word, mm -hmm. or she would tell me, it's time for you to make some changes. Mm -hmm. You need to change the way you think about this because it's not lining up with the word. Absolutely. And that's why you're having a problem with your husband. And I mean, I could tell her things that happen and I'm just for sure, you, you love me so much, you gonna get him told, you know, because they, you know, mm -hmm. never. Absolutely never. When I came away, I felt sorry for my husband. Because <laughs> he be put me on front street so tough with the reality of marriage is you taking care of you. Let God take care of him. Believe God can take care of him. If you don't see that he understands something. My mother used to say, again, talk to the Lord. 
and he would help him understand what his role is. There's no excuse for you to step out of yours, though. Mm -hmm. and, and another thing that was a powerful legacy to me, uh, one of them, there's many, but my mother was very hospitable. Mm -hmm. When very. you came to her house, you felt like you were the only person existing. She not only brought you to a nice, clean home, but she also would prepare a meal that you would just be like, are you sure there's no more of that? You know, you understand her good graces so you can come back. Exactly. You definitely mm -hmm. wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. On Sundays, I never will forget, we were part of a choir. And now we already told you how many kids it is. Can you imagine taking five to six kids extra home every Sunday? Every Sunday. And then that didn't uh, negate the neighborhood boys mm -hmm. who were best friends to the sons. They'd show up at the table. Stuff station. And she never... Even as a child, we learned a lot of the adults because we were sitting, like you said, just looking up mm -hmm. <laughs> and watching them and listening to them. We knew who was real and who wasn't real. And they kept us around people who were imparting. We didn't know as kids that they were imparting into us at the time, but they were imparting into us. Yeah. Uh, I could name at least 12 other mothers mm -hmm. that I knew growing up. And a part of them is in me. My mother has the biggest part, but she hung with women who had, I think, you know, we, we have to have the, th we should be saying the same things. There is unity in the faith. Mm -hmm. And when we expose our children, expose them to people who believe like we believe, who mm -hmm. say what God yeah. says. Yes. And don't bring confusion. You know, because confusion will come in if you got the wrong friends. Yep. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And she did not want us to be confused. She didn't. She said God is not the author of, of confusion. She used to say that. Yes, she did. All the time. Mm -hmm. God is not the author of confusion. Yep. Amen. She was, um, and she still is. A phenomenal woman. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things I definitely want to say to you uh, if you have lost your mother and she's gone on to be with the Lord. Um, we miss our mom. Yes, we miss we her do. every day. Yes, we do. Um, but you know what? She's not missing us. You know why? The Bible says one day with the Lord is as a thousand days. If you have someone that has passed away, they are still in the same day. In which they left here. In which they left here. Amen. And which means that she's enjoying, she's still enjoying the presence of the Lord. Amen. And she don't have time to be thinking about anybody else. Amen. She's reunion, having a reunion with those that are going on before her, her parents, her siblings. Um, uh, we had uh, uh, my, my brothers. Um, she's she's uh, still in that one day. And we, there were days that, you know, she had enough of us that we, we could have been there every day or whatever. But there were days that we weren't there, so you have to look at it like that. There was a day that you didn't get to go to your mom's house. And so that she's still in that day. Yep. And uh, so, you know, and the other thing is that she's in that great cloud of witnesses. Yes, she yes. is. And in that great cloud of witnesses, uh, the Bible tells us there's no crying there. That's right. No, so sorry. what that says to me is that my mom's not going to see me do anything stupid. <laughs> she won't be able to witness because it will make her sad. 
So if you want your mama to see you, do the right thing. That's it. That's Man. Good. Live right. That's so it. she can always Man. see you, always Amen. know what you're doing. Amen. Um, and that you will guarantee us she'll never have to experience a day of missing you, even though she's in the same day. Amen. So she's always, she can always think about you, even though she's enjoying her fellowship uh, with those that gone on before her and with God. Uh, so uh, for real, on those streets of gold. Amen. Uh, she's having a grand time. And uh, we, uh, we try to think of her mm -hmm. and what she's experiencing and not so much of us. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's what keeps us together. Amen. Um, yeah. Because we will see her again. Absolutely. And we will see her again because she brought us up right. Yes. And um, she taught us how to serve God. Yes. And um, to live our lives right and to make the right decisions at the right time. So take the time to make the decisions. And we're still working on that emotional kind of thing. But you know what? Um, when we, as, we learn, as we learn how to control our emotions, we just live a better life instead of making decisions based on our emotions. That's right. Always make decisions based on the word of God. Always. Always. And your peace. Absolutely. And your peace. Follow That's the peace it. of God. That's it. One other thing, if I may just share a little uh, story that was just a blessing to us as well as us. We set out to bless our mother one year. We wanted to do something special for her, and we talked about it amongst ourselves. So we had, the only way we could do it and get her cooperation yeah, was to make her think she was doing it for my dad. Mm -hmm. So if I tell you mama cooked like three, four days, just making all this food, and then the house had to be so clean and table set, because it was a long table with all this food on it. And we were going to tell her at the dining room table, but my sisters reminded me that somebody told her as she was coming to the top of the stairs, getting ready to come down to the stairs. And when they told her, they said, okay, for daddy, it's for you. She was like in shock. She was like sitting down on the, on the stair and she was just, she, she couldn't hardly talk. And the only way we were redeemed, because I think she would have come and cleaned that table off. She was so upset. <laughs> we made her do all that work. We had to run and get the gifts we had prepared for her. We all had gifts for her. And if we had to come and lay those gifts down there, I think we still would have been having some sort of... You know, we wouldn't have been able to partake of the food she prepared, that's for sure. Because she cooked <laughs> up a storm. And then when we explained to her, we did it, Mom, because we wanted to honor you. We see all you do and how faithful you are to doing what you're doing. And so we wanted to do something so you see all of us, we care. We see it. Mm -hmm. And then she was okay. Yeah. <laughs> but before that, I mean, it almost went sideways. Yeah. So what I want to just get over to you is that there are, there are, we're not the only one whose mother's not with us in person. That's right. And we could list all day long what we would do with, how we would feel if our mother was here. So take advantage of the fact that your mother is still here. Yes. And bless her. Amen. Don't, you don't have to wait just to Mother's Day. No. You know, 
just, just bless her mm -hmm. and just, just let her know how you feel about her. You know, you don't want to get to the time where you get to the place where you have to bury your mom and you, you are looking back on, I wish I had told her this, or I wish I had mm -hmm. told her that. Amen. I don't think any of us actually even had that thought when yeah. it came that time yeah. uh, because, you know, my mom knew how much we loved her and appreciated her. So I want, I want to encourage you all that um, have your mother with you, you are blessed. Mm -hmm. And we're blessed too because we're going to see our mother again. But yes, just yeah. love her and appreciate her and be honest and tell her how you feel about her mm -hmm. and, um, and live your, your life the way she brought you up. That's right. We just want to thank you for being with us today for this, woman, uh, this episode of Woman to Woman. And we will see you all next week. We love you. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. What every Christian parent should know. Growing children up in the 21st century can be a daunting task. For Christian parents, however, it can and should be a joy to raise children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Ephesians 6.4 God has given us an instruction manual for living, His Holy Word, which includes instructions on how to raise godly children. In this book, Pastor Deborah L. Butler shares what she believes every Christian parent should know in order to raise their children in a way that's pleasing to God and that will prepare them for a future in Christ that knows no limits. Order your copy today in ebook and paperback at eStore.keithbutler.org.